Hey everybody, I'm Lauren. I'm Emma. And you're listening to The Oak View. Hello, Emma. Hi, Lauren. Hello. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of The Oak View. I'm not in a crawl space, but I am in a cushion fort. We love forts. We are big fort people. The majority of our podcasts are on one end or the other recorded in a fort. That's very true. One of us is either in the fort or one of us is witnessing the other put together the fort before the fort. is. It is the things that we do, the uncomfortable positions that we sit in to get decent audio for you guys. (laughs) You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. We went above and beyond just for this audio quality. And I'm just going to say we just spent more than a half hour trying to get good audio (laughs) to record this. We really did. And it's really my fault because I didn't set this up prior. And that's my fault. But I'm here now. It's all good. I look cute. Emma and I haven't recorded in like I don't know, over a week, so it feels like we haven't talked at all, so I I missed you. I missed you. I miss that we talk all the time, and like, this weird week was strange, like... Yeah, we were just busy. We were, we were just, we didn't have like a, you know, a lot of time to spend together, and you know... So did you have a good week? How are you doing? Yeah, it was great. I mean, it was Mother's Day, so I got to see my family, and you know, we got to see the kids, and my sisters, and whatever, and so it it was really great to just like hang out and like be outside because for surprisingly it was kind of nice out so but it's nice uh the week before was uh orthodox easter which is what my family celebrates and uh my whole family was home again so it was just like wow a lot of family time (laughs) but it was great and i was really happy to see everybody that's nice yeah now you have a week off yeah and guess what lauren what uncontroversial or not hello i'm vaccinated so like we can do stuff Holla. even though you're not going to do anything because you're not leaving your house <laughs> pretty much but lauren did but invite we're, me we're over. zooming yeah we're zooming but lauren did invite me over because she wants me to help her beat some games on zelda and like that is just a girl after my own heart like what <laughs> what other friend does that like that's that's what i call a good friend exactly hilarious oh okay so <laughs> I was at work. We have so much to talk about. We have We're so, so much excited. to talk about. I, I've been saving this because I wanted to talk about it here. So I was I'm at dying. work. And this is really, it's it's only funny to me, maybe because like I know him. And like the, this is my coworker that I'm referring to. His name is Robert. And um, Robert is a like really like comical guy. So he's always got something funny to say. So we were talking about this project we're working on. It's a life safety project where my job is to calculate all the occupancies of every room and then I have to create a fire like emergency schedule so I have to make sure that I can calculate the amount of people that leave those rooms and like which stair they go down and like which exit they use um so (laughs) backstory we're talking about fires and I made a comment I'd be like hey um I'm trying to figure out like how many people should go down this stairwell like should I just shove them all down the stairs or like should I put them halfway this stairway and half down the other and he thought that was really funny. And he's like, well, please don't shove anybody down the stairs. Um, <laughs> and I was like, okay, I'm not trying to do that. That's not what I mean. But, you know, um, <laughs> sorry, it's so funny to me. I don't know why it's so funny to me. So he goes, hey, I have a funny story about a fire. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, nothing's funny about a fire. And he goes, when I was in grade school and there was fire, like, alarm drills, 
I never left the classroom. I was like, what are you talking about? Like, you just never left the building when there was a fire drill? He's like, no. Wouldn't you get in so much trouble? That's what I said. I'm like, were you, like, not scolded for not leaving the room? He goes, oh, no, I was in big trouble. I was like, you're such a rebel. He's like, that's actually our school mascot. We were the rebels, and I was the reason. <laughs> I was like, what? And I was like, so you're telling me that you never left the classroom? He goes, not only did I never leave the classroom when there wasn't a fire, but I wouldn't leave the classroom when there was a real fire. <laughs> what? Like, that is dangerous. I was like, Robert, what are you talking about? That is not funny. He goes, I was that kid. I was that kid that was like always doing the bad thing and like was always in trouble. And I was like, that's so funny. And maybe it's not that so funny. So you better like uh, fire fire police up. Wait, no, what am I trying to say? Fire <laughs> Patrol? <laughs> patrol? What is the word I'm looking for? Um, I don't, I don't really know. But like, like you what know you, what I'm trying to say? Like what? <laughs> <laughs> what are you trying to say? <laughs> like with my job or like? <laughs> what is it called when you're like the hall monitor? Oh, um, oh, like, oh, um, like a file fire marshal. Yes, oh, you, so because funny. now you're the one who's making the fire plan now, yes, like, and me. you need to yell yeah. at him so that he adheres to your. You better plan. follow my fire plan, or else that's say so Robert. If there is a fire and you do not go out the stairway that I instruct you to, exactly. Like, what? Do you- I'm sorry. You can continue though. I'm I'm sorry. I no, that you. was like that was the funny part. The funny part to me was like he chose not to leave even when there was a real fire. I was like, dude. There's a reason why we leave the building. We're not just like playing oh games. And so he was to like, all of our listeners, fire safety is very important, and you should always leave the building if the fire alarm is going. Even if you don't think that there's a fire, trust your fire alarms, trust your carbon monoxide detectors, change your batteries, have a fire, have plan. a fire extinguisher, have. Be prepared. Meet okay. at the mailbox. That's always been my favorite. There's more role. than stop, drop, and roll. Fire. I'm very serious about fire safety. You know, they were very serious about stop, drop, and roll, and I've never had to use it once, and I'm kind of disappointed. Exactly. Like, what? No, but that's that's literally, like... <laughs> so, that he was just saying this, and I was like, Robert, like... I would have never had the courage to do that as a child. He was... He, I think that was his MO. That was definitely his, like... I'm going to do this. No one can stop me. You can't even like tell me not to. But I was thinking that that was really great because like Robert's the kind of person that came into my life because of my job. Like I, if I never worked at my company, I would have never met him. And he's just like, he's, he's my work buddy. Like we are really good friends. Isn't that the best? He's so funny. And like, we get along, we talk about everything um <laughs> we share stories from like architecture school about how stressful they were and like the studio environments and he's just like he's just that he's that guy he's that guy that I just love spending time with so I think it's really great that like the world collided and I ended up meeting someone and like making a really good friend in a circumstance that I didn't really expect that is interesting because I was talking about this recently fire drills <laughs> fire drills. Are you talking about fire drills? I already gave a fire spiel, okay? Um <laughs> too funny. This unrelated, they're building a brand new fire station basically across the street from where I live, oh, which yeah. is like bummer that I'll hear sirens all the time. But is that like done? also 
think about that response time, guys. Like, Lauren, you shouldn't even worry because there's literally one up the road. I know. You have now station one up the road. It's going to be the three fire stations in our town. Yeah, you're, you're good to go. <laughs> but yeah, so, anyway. so you were talking about this with a friend. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. I was talking about this with my good friend about like how you make friends because we were talking about do you ever have those friends where you're like, are we actually friends or are you only friends with me because you tolerate me? Interesting. And so I don't really. Do you feel like you ever have friends where like you're only friends because you are the one who is talking to them? And if you did, if you stopped talking to them, maybe you wouldn't even be friends anymore. Does that make sense? Yes. Like it's always like a one way street. So anyway, I came up. Well, and then they were saying, well, how else do you make friends besides talking to people and hoping that they talk back to you? And so I came up with these three pillars. Okay. Okay. And we have to somehow arrange this to fit nicely with our ABC friendships because I feel like this is different. I feel like we're going to be talking more about how you become friends with somebody. Not what kind of friend you are. Rather than what type of friends you are. That's really brilliant. So becoming friends with somebody, I, I have these three categories. Number one, mutual friends. This is a people who grow together from sharing talking, laughing together, sharing experiences, and it's very 50-50 and you grow together and you have a good time. Okay. Number two, friends by circumstance. We are only friends because our families go on vacation together once a year. Friends, you know, we both were in a fire drill and... We both were in the shower at the same time, and we, like that's how we became friends. A, some I sort really of like circumstance that. where you that's are so stuck funny. together. Like, yeah, we went to summer camp. That's like, otherwise I would not have known them. Okay, that makes sense. And then the third would be like becoming a friend, but it's very one-sided. Like one party is doing all of the initiating, all of the talking, all of the planning. Well, the other is not participating as much mm-hmm. or like just fulfilling the bare minimum need. And I feel like there are caveats to this and, okay. you know, it's it wouldn't all be negative and maybe mm-hmm. and that your circumstance friends could become a mutual friend in the future. But it, as far as like becoming friends, I feel like there are these three three pillars, three categories that you kind of fit into. What do you think about that? Okay, so I just want to like wrap that up. Okay, so you got one friend that like you're mostly one-sided, you're always checking in kind of friend. You have another friend that you meet by chance, which is circumstances of like, I'm thinking college or like randomly bumping into them somehow. And then like, I don't know. Okay. And then the third one is the mutual friend, the one that you meet through someone. Yes. The first is ideal. The mutual friend? The mutual friend is ideal. Yeah, because then you know the they're one, not crazy. The one-sided friendship is never healthy. No, Any way you look not. at it, it's really not not ever the best or good. No. And circumstance friends is more just like fun because mm-hmm. it's more casual or you, mm-hmm. ha- you have like one thing in common. Right. Like an activity or like, uh, like work. Yes. Like Robert for me is work. I met him through work. Or even like your coworker's spouse or like the kids oh, who I'd hang out with. Well, my brothers was playing in the football game. Like, well, how about we how about we go from like 
how we just talk because I have a lot of opinions about Please. the mute, the, like the the one sided friend, and I think yeah. it's like it's something I'm wondering if the the reason that people have them is because you're holding on to something that you've had that you just don't want to let go. I I see that you know, or it's something that you're trying to get after, but it just never went through the way that you would wanted it to. Because I don't think, I think the one-sided friend fits inside the mutual friend and or the circumstantial. Well, it seems yeah, like it's but a I think it needs, okay, but I, I also think of it as like the person who reaches out to you and always invites you to stuff and you always say no, but they keep inviting you to stuff and you like feel guilty about not going. Yeah, but like how do but, we get to there? And, and like, you just like end up caving every once in a while. Mm-hmm. But I think that's to a be nice. Isn't that a type of friend, not a how we got you friend? You tell me. Would that be like a D friend? That would definitely not even be a D friend. Okay, here. Let me even let me even explain more. <laughs> yeah, tell me more about that because I feel like it's a type. I think that there maybe maybe I'm not onto some genius. You know, I'm not going to write a book about this. All right, we there's could. lots of gray area. I'll draw pictures. So I also think about one-sided friends where like. You are always doing something for them. Like when they reach out to you, it's because they need something from you. <laughs> okay. You know what I mean? I had a person pop in my brain. <laughs> so did I, right? Um, you, you are the favor person or you are their go-to person, but mm-hmm. they are not your go-to person. Right. So it's just like not very equal or they will tell you everything about their life, but not necessarily that they are interested to hear about what's going on in your life. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No, I, no, I totally. <laughs> but then, <laughs> you know, but I also think that friendships can go through like waves. So like, I don't know, in a previous episode we talked about, you know, sometimes you're holding up the other half of your friendship bridge for the other person. If they yes. don't have the mental capacity, maybe they're going through something. Maybe you haven't talked in a few years or whatever. Um, there might be a period of time where you're the person reaching out to but rekindle or strengthen or whatever. I definitely agree with you. I don't need to say that really. But I I feel that that is describing a type of relationship versus the way that we acquired that relationship. Because you didn't just like meet someone and then all of a sudden you became the one-sided friend. Like You met them through circumstances or you met them through a mutual friend. And they ended up becoming this category. Because at that point, I wouldn't even call them a friend. I agree with you. I think the other two, though, are very important to distinguish between. Because if you think about how life sometimes just happens upon you, and you get a great friend out of it, like, how beautiful is that? Like, that's amazing. But if, let's say, that friendship only exists in my office, right? Like, Robert and I's friendship... For, it, it it isn't like ends this. at the front door. Yeah, it ends at the front door. I I wake up. I I get to the work, and that's when we continue. And then I leave at five, and that's when that ends. But if I met a friend who I would expect to be a friend because of like you introduced me to someone, but I try to reach out, and they're like really not biting. I feel like that's a circumstance that went sour. Okay, I feel that. So how do how would you describe like that feeling? that gray area that you might get where you say, like, are we actually friends? Like, does this mm. person actually like me? Like, they talk to me all the time. Yeah. They'll respond when I ask them questions. But, like, 
I don't know if they actually care about me. Maybe there is a D category because remember we talked about like ride or dies or A's. B's are the ones that like we occasionally talk, but we're still supportive. C's are the ones that we're cheering online. <laughs> you know, we, we're like, they're there, but we don't really talk. We don't catch up, but we do. You're a creaster. Yeah. You're creasters. Um, <laughs> and then D, I feel like is like the undervalued, uncertain friendships. The ones that rocky. like we, the rocky, the ones that, but not even rocky for life. It's like we really want them to work out, but they just don't. You're there for it. You would love for it to be there, mm-hmm. but for whatever has happened in the past or whatever right. the circumstances are now, right? It just cannot be the way it used to be. Yeah, or it cannot even be something that you wanted it to be to begin with. And that's sad sometimes. It's really sad. And I think it's really unfortunate, especially because you might have seen something really great in them and like, wow, we could really connect here. And then it just doesn't like they just don't want to reciprocate or same thing with me. Like when I meet someone new and I find them to be like riveting, just energy on point, funny, really great in the moment, in the circumstance that I'm in, I try to reach out. No bite. I try to check in. They respond. They're really like, yeah, we should talk more. But they don't. It it feels, those to me, I don't know how they feel to you, but like those to me feel very unfulfilling. And I feel like I'm constantly like looking for something in that and it's not there. Exactly. And I've been shot down, but like I somehow still want to reach out. Like what is that feeling? Ugh, that's such a sucky feeling. Also, like when when you said that, I thought about like, I have woken up in my life and then realized that I have some friends that I have nothing in common with these people. Why do I even like them? Oh, that's such a... <laughs> that Isn't is that a... so... Like, I think about friends that I've, like, lost in the past, maybe even on my part, where yes. I was just like... I was the one who's like, listen, this isn't working anymore. Yes. And it, it was so, like... It was just like all of a sudden my eyes were open. Mm-hmm. And I realized... That this was no longer what it was and like cannot be mm-hmm. different now. Mm-hmm. I want to unpack that because two things I heard when you said that. The first one is you're realizing that there is a piece of them that you no longer resonate with and you no longer connect to. And that's sad. And like you really want Very to. sad. And that comes with like a lot of like, wow, I, I put all this time into this. I, I, I showed up for them. I, I really wanted to be this with them, but their life has chosen. I thought it was going to be like a lifelong kind of mm-hmm. like great thing. Yep. But then something with them either changed and their personality shifted and you no longer like vibed with them or even just because like life got in the way and it just didn't exactly. work out. But there's a second part about that, what I liked that you said, which I don't think our generation really acknowledges. You said... If I have to reach out and let them know that this no longer is working, have you done that? Maybe not in so many words. Okay. Maybe You know, I, I was never like sending a text like, hey, um, I know we're friends, but I don't think we should be friends anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like, But yeah. where you like, it's kind of more like a very slow breakup. It is like a slow breakup. And I, I just went through one and I'm, I, I just officially cut it at the knees yesterday. Like. Let's talk about friendship Let's breakups. Let's talk about breakups. Like, but I want to I say, like, before we go down that road, I just want to wrap what you said about acknowledging it. Because 
our generation is the typical I'm going to ghost you because you did something that I don't know I don't like anymore and I'm just going to walk away and not tell you why. There's two problems with that. One, I'm sitting here going, what did I do? And two, I'm like, where did you go? I don't know about that, though. No, you don't. Because, like, I understand the the small pull. Like, over time, we just don't connect anymore. We don't talk anymore. That's fine. Yeah. And then there's, like, a few conversations of, like, hey, is every, like, are mm-hmm. we okay? Right. Is everything cool here? And then you voice some concerns or whatever's on your chest or, hey, I like, I just, I just don't feel like you're there for me wow. right now. Or like, I don't know who you are anymore or whatever it might be. But like, you know how like different that sounds? Like that's someone coming to the point of saying, this isn't working for me anymore because you no longer meet the standards of what I think is a friend versus what I'm thinking about is like, they pulled away with no reason. And with they, no reason. Yeah. Very opposite they just, things. They just left. And like, I've experienced both. And I I mentioned this person when we talked about loss. And it's wild. It's like, it it really is startling to be the person who gets left versus the one that leaves. Now let's talk about breakups, because that's a breakup. Oh, my gosh. Emma, this was supposed to be a fun conversation about <laughs> becoming friends with people. Well, let's talk, <laughs> we, we can talk about that. We can talk no, about we like how we come from. Okay, so... Let's talk about fun ways that you have met the people in your life. Well, no, I mean, we should talk about friendship breakups. But we can do both. What, Let's do both. Okay. What do you want to do first? Well, we just did a low, so maybe we should stay in the low and then get high. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> okay. So let's talk about friendship breakups for a little bit, and then we'll we'll try to Pep it up pivot a bit. to something um, a maybe little more Maybe the sport is giving energy. me dungeon vibes. Okay, also we're both in the dark. Should I turn my lights on? I feel like this is why we're so sad. <laughs> we're both sitting in the dark. Like we're recording and the I have sun a light just on, set like and coming... so we were both lit by like window lights. So yeah. now I think like honestly, as we were getting sad, the room was getting darker and darker. <laughs> you want to talk about seasonal depression. That's so oh my real. Gosh. Anyways. Okay. I think friendship breaks, breakups are harder because, like, it's not like I'm breaking up with you. Like, it's over. It's not like, you know, we talked it out, we cried, whatever. Right. It's, like, really drawn out. It's like there's a little fight and there's, like, passive aggressiveness mm-hmm. or there's, like, ghosting for a few weeks or, hey, I just need some time or mm-hmm. avoiding the situation or mm-hmm. feeling, like, why is it so different? Feeling it out and then... I mean, you just have to get to a place where you have, I think distance is the best thing for a friendship. I agree. And it really, distance is the reason why you know if you have friends or not. But it's also just like a clean cut. Be like, okay, sweet. I'm never going to see this person again. Now I don't have to worry about it. Again, I moved from Minnesota. I thought I had a ton of friends that were on my side who believed in the same things as me, who were genuine people who had, you know, great expectations and what it meant to be a friend of mine. Because like... You all know I have high expectations to be my friend. And it's just because mm-hmm. I've dealt with so much. And as soon as I moved, bye. Didn't see you again. Not my fault. But like you chose to not follow up or you decided that your behavior was not going to change. And I said, well, I don't want to be with that anymore. And I chose to walk away. And sometimes it's really, it's not even that and dramatic. And that's fine. Sometimes. I can tell you, I left college and I was like, peace. Peace. 
Peace to you, 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 and you. Like, you know. That's fine. Lauren says peace, but if, you know, it's me, it's like, goodbye, a giant finger <laughs> to all of you. Because that's how intense it is. But sometimes, like I said, it's sometimes it's not always that dramatic. Sometimes it just is like, this doesn't work anymore because, like, our circumstances, like the nine to five, the five o'clock, they changed. And some sometimes those are sad, and sometimes it's like, yeah. Sometimes it's really great. I think coworkers are in that circumstance group. And you when you lose be. a good coworker, mm-hmm. it's like the worst thing ever. Yes. But at the end of the day, if you walk away from work, are you going to think about those people again? Because I won't. I mean, if they were really impactful and they like need them for a resume. But you're with those people for like a million hours a day. I think about this all the time because your coworkers are your friends and you're so close with them by this like mutual stress environment that you're in right you know? right and i wouldn't even always call that a friendship i would just call that like um a convenience convenience i have some really good friend co-workers like i have like co-workers one. who have become very much like real life friends okay well robert is my only real life friend like everyone else i'm like you are there when i need you well there's one more person but i'm not gonna tell you who that is they don't need it i'll tell you later. you won't tell me <laughs> well i'll tell you later but like i didn't get their permission to mention them that's why i don't want to talk about it um no, yeah, no, I totally understand. I was gonna say your work life is very different then because like I don't I don't find people at my job to be someone that I would hang out with outside of work. Oh, I totally would. Oh, okay. Mm. I wanna meet your I'm talking like, like text on the weekends, like Snapchat. Oh, that's a no. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't even follow me on the internet. <laughs> like my coworkers well, know that we have and this. And that's a good boundary for some nervous. people. But I think like Part of that is like you can you can build such a good bond because you're with them for so, and even at school like mm-hmm. you're with these people mm-hmm. for the major you see these people more than you see your family your family yeah it's you a see these life. people more than you see the people that you like live with so like you're sharing your life with them mm-hmm. just by them knowing what you're doing every weekend or whatever or yeah. just just by that like two minute sentence. That's like automatically more communication than you're giving your best friend who you text once a week. You know, isn't that insane? Well, it's just, I I It's like, why am I letting these people I barely like know, like know so much about my life? Okay, but that's very different. But it's not, it's not entertaining enough to like text my best friend. You know what I mean? No, I don't because I'm the opposite. I don't tell my coworkers anything about me. So they're like, oh, hey, Emma, how was your weekend? You're like, I'm like, great. How was yours? Oh and then gosh. my favorite thing is going to... Did like, your mom have a nice Mother's Day? You know what I... That's, like, that's what I do. I go, oh, how, how was seeing your niece and nephew? Yeah, but what about when they ask you, you don't answer? Oh, I'll, I'll say like, oh, it was great. We saw, we hung out with my mom. Maybe, hey, you do you, girl. But it's like... Maybe that's I, better. But you know why I do that? I do that because of the friends I've had in the past. Because I have shared so much of me with is it others. like a protection? It is. It's like a guard. I, I put up this wall... It's a defense mechanism. It's a defense mechanism. My thing is I am willing to be there for everybody. I'm willing to listen. I'm willing to show up. But as soon as someone wants to, I guess, reverse the help <laughs> or be there for me, I have run into so many problems because they don't have the energy nor the capacity to be that person in my life. So you've had too many relationships where you're there for them, but they cannot be there for you. Yes. And it's because they, again, they just do not have the emotional intelligence or the emotional energy to spend it on me. 
And like when I'm in this space and I'm like, that burns. Last week when we talked about my depression, you sit with me. You let me go through something. They would be like, oh, I'm really uncomfortable right now. How's the weather? (laughs) I cannot share myself unless I truly know that you're willing someone that's going to take that I mean, do you keep friends that can't be there for you like that? See, no. (laughs) You don't. You All your friends could, could handle it. Yes, all of my friends, all of my current friends could handle it. I am currently in the process of making a new friend. Um, hi, Katie. You, you, you're you going to be tested. <laughs> We're going to talk about all of our like new friends that we make on here. Well, it's 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 such an important factor that I, I look inside people. I really go, okay, I'm sh- I show up. I can be great acquaintances. I can be great. You want to talk about a great acquaintance? That's me. I'm there. I can talk about anything when I'm inside, like a like a, a situation where I'm, I'm not sure about. Like, get me. I'll start talking. But like, it will not be about my personal life. Here's what I think is very interesting. And I, I, I commend you for putting up barriers in place to serve you. Sure. I mean, there's positive and negatives. To make friendships work for you. Because me, as a people pleaser, as the mm-hmm. too nice too nice guy, guess what? Um, I have the friends where I'm there for them and and I I help them and I listen to them and then they like don't like if you gave them a quiz about me, oh. I, like would they, you know, like would they even pass? I'm sorry. And no, and you know, I am easily taken advantage of in in friendships, mm. in Mm-mm. in acquaintanceships, in circumstance friendships, like because I'm nice, because I'm a good listener, because I say yes when people ask for favors, because I f- feel guilty if I say no to plans or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that weighs really heavy in your life. Well, I mean, it's, but it's my fault. No, but it's not all your fault. Like you are someone that chooses to um, share yourself because it's something that is part of you. That's part of your characteristics. Sure, you could put yourself into a position that you feel bad about, but like that's that doesn't mean that you should change yourself. And I feel like there, I go back and forth, right? Because I tell myself like, oh, you should put up these barriers or you should be more strict about what you do or what you say yes to. And people always tell me I need to change, that I need to. You have enough bricks in your walls. You don't need to change. <laughs> but, <laughs> well, you know, like, be be more direct. Just say no. And those things just, like, they're not who I am. Like, I just, like, yes, it's great for you to tell me that I should do that. Cool. But, like, actually doing that is very different. Do you know what I mean? Yes. And I don't think people under- understand that. Part of who I am is saying that this is who I'm going to be, mm-hmm. and I expect you not to take advantage of that. And and that's a risk that you're going to take. You're going to take that risk when you meet new people. You're going to take that risk when you start to develop a relationship. I think that there's flexibility to sure what I can put forward. Right. But I cannot change that I am this way and that and, I'm and so nor should you have to. serving. People need to acknowledge it burns me sometimes and I'm not and I feel like I'm just saying that like oh I'm the best but like but you are because because I'm not but in regards to um it it burns you it it affects you it is also the responsibility of people in life as a human being to not be a jerk like you shouldn't be taking advantage of people because you know they're willing it's convenient but it's also completely irresponsible 
And it's just rude. It'll wear me down after a while. Yeah, and then you're drained. And That's then I why. just I just hope that distance puts it gets in between <laughs> the friend and I so sure. that I don't deal with it as much. I think that's so funny because like recently Okay, I have two things to say. So recently I had to officially just like cut off a person at the knees. I was like, You're no longer serving me. I've tried to give you the hint. We've had a discussion multiple times about your behavior, my behavior. This is no longer working for either of us. I know it sucks. I know that you don't want this, but it, I want this. And you need to give this to me because, like, I can't give any more. Wow. I'm so sorry, but I'm also so proud of you. That I, sucks. I wanted to die. Like, because I'm also super nosy. So, like, by eliminating contact, eliminating conversation, eliminating connections, I li- I just was I was cringing. Because I'm like, oh, my God, how am I ever going to know if they're talking crap about me? Well, you're letting go. Yeah. But on the flip side of that, that that becomes my negative. It goes, I cut people off. I put people in a corner. I shove them in boxes and I put them there. Or you I, tell them if they're not being a good friend. Yeah. And I, my little me comes out and says, why are you doing you're that? You're the little girl who says, why did you do that to me? <laughs> yeah. And, and people don't like answering uncomfortable questions. Yeah. Okay, but those things are only going to make your friendship stronger. And you know that. But but I think it 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 has potential to make me so reserved, so boundary-centered that I'm not willing to open myself up to possible changes, new people. And I don't necessarily care. But that's not But I think it it can put me into a, a box. But that's not your box. No, my box is free flowing. But you do some, have a wall in your box. Like you, have, you have like two walls. So those are those are the walls. <laughs> they're coming in on the other side of the box. Yes, you know what I mean? yes they are. Yeah, they're, they're, they're caving in. They're coming inside and they're destroying my anders. No, and <laughs> I know you so well that I, I know what you mean when you say those do things. Do you know me? We need to have that conversation too. <laughs> No, I and I'm glad that you you you're I just like gave that. her a look. I don't know. <laughs> That's why I'm laughing because she's staring at me like, really, you're going to go that way. <laughs> but no, I'm like, I'm really, really I'm really glad that I have friends like you because you're like, oh, I see that. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. It does make like I'm like I, I was like almost shaking, but and and not not in like a bad way, just in like it resonated. Aw, we're so connected. I love it. <laughs> but can you can you imagine though if you well, I'm, I'm sure some people run into this issue, and, and I really encourage them to dig deep and soul search and ask yourself, like, do these people benefit me anymore? And do I benefit them? Because if you're a leech as well, get off. Like, yeah, be be understanding. I think about like, I will I will love this person so much. But like, what what is the friendship like? Is it, yes. is it actually there? You know, yes. like, oh my gosh, I, yes. I care about you mm-hmm. and I, I care about everybody though. So like evaluating that and balancing on like, not do you care about me, but like, would you be the one to, are would you be there for me? I don't know. That's such an important thing to ask yourself. But I'm also not a person who like ever asks people to be there for me, so... <laughs> Well, and and that's a, that's part of your your issue, and you know that is that you don't strictly say that this is what's something that you're looking for, or you need in that kind of friend. Yeah, like when we started the podcast, like I'm a very private person. Like, 
You've opened up so much and I'm very surprised and I'm very thankful that you have shared because (laughs) I think this is what's made our podcast successful and it's going to continue to grow because of it. Yeah, like I'll be there for people, but people won't know a lot about me. And, And that's the other flip part of it is like I can give you the best advice because I just I'm an old soul. You're 40. I'm like 39. Okay, we've we've done a lot. But on the other side is like, what's my favorite color? Do you know if I eat ice cream? Do you know what kind? What is my favorite animal? Do you know what kind of car I drive? Hmm? Like little details. Mm-hmm. Okay, now tell me how many family members I have. Who do I hate the most in life? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like this is it, the quiz. Yeah, this, this is, is what I was talking about. This is the quiz that is like, and then, and then it gets down to even deeper things. Like you think you're my friend. Okay. Name the top three most vulnerable moments in my life and why those are important and why I think about them and why it has shaped me. Now tell me if you're my friend. That's that's, a test. That's not a quiz. (laughs) That's an exam. That's a report card waiting to happen. That is. Yes. Um, But I think it doesn't always have to be so dramatic, right? Like it, it can, it, it, there's a level and there's a degree of those friendships that we accept and we maintain and we keep in our lives. But I think we should talk about how we get there. Like how, who are, the, like, where do you meet these people? How do these people come about? You know what I mean? And how do you get to the breaking point? And how do you get to the breaking point where you're like, um, do, 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 do. Hi, um, I'm breaking up with you. <laughs> Thanks for playing. <laughs> Bye. But like, seriously, like, how do we get there? And like, what it was, are the it things was nice that for a while, and then we really ran it into the ground, didn't we? <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure you ran it into the ground. I didn't do anything. I think it could be mutually ran into the ground. Oh, it's definitely me. I'm definitely a runner into the ground. <laughs> okay, so I think about like, I think what's fun about meeting people through people is the moment that you didn't expect, right? So, a good one for me. Okay, so like when I went to college, I joined the marching band. That's 320 friends that I had the first day of college. Amazing. I, I they were none of they were not my friends. <laughs> but like you were I was put in a position where I had to communicate with that many people no matter yeah. like no matter what I was like because we all had the shared interest of music. Beautiful. Regularly, yes. Amazing. I saw these people 7 days a week. Kid you not. It was crazy. And I got a beautiful friend out of it. And I'm so grateful that that connection of music let me spend time with them outside of school. Uh, um, When we didn't have band, uh, we would go to parties. uh, We would, you know, spend the holiday, uh, pre-holiday break with each other, dinners. I'd call them up and be like, please, can we just go do something? I want to die inside. This test is tomorrow. And then now I moved away and I still talk to them. That's nice. That's awesome, right? That's a great way to It's a mutual friend. friend. Mutual. No, well, it's not a mutual friend. It's a circumstance friend. It's a circumstance friend that turned into a mutual friend. Mutual circumstances, not mutual through a mutual friend. How is that that the same? Because you became real life friends outside of the circumstance. But I I didn't meet them mutually through someone. I met them through a mutual common interest i'm not saying that mutual friends are people that you meet through some person oh then we're definitely on different pages because i'm thinking mutual friends are people that you meet through someone no 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 no. because i thought i'm just saying there's there's friends friends. 
you become when you're becoming friends with somebody, you're becoming friends because you're both contributing. You're both mutually <laughs> we growing were and sharing. So and- different. <laughs> I thought we were talking about like that's why I questioned the one way friendship. Because I was thinking that mutual friendships are based off of people that I meet through a person. No, mutual friends are just like you're. How? Because mm. circumstantial. It's friends, hard I feel to like, it's hard to articulate. Because I feel like if I well, it's just saying like that's why I was saying how you become friends with somebody. I I became friends with them because of a circumstance, and they're either living in that circumstance or they're going to become a one sided friend or become mutual oh, contributing man. friends. Oh man! Okay, that's a different story. That's a different con- contribute. Oh, <laughs> dang it! Okay, well that that's interesting. Okay, now that's interesting. Okay, so now what do you think about? I feel like oh, I feel like we're so messed up now, and that no, this is going to no, be confusing. No, 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 I think that makes sense, but I think that you. Can so, roll what with do you it. think now about those categories and how they would fit into? Are, are they types of friends, or are they? Do you know what I mean? Or is it how you become a friend, or? Well, is it an still, ABC thing or is it not? Mm, okay. I still think the one-way friend is a type, but it is the result of the circumstance. And it becomes not only a type of friendship, but it also becomes the relationship style. So really every everything is circumstance? I think it has to be because like if you invited me to a birthday party and I met Tim, we're using him because we know him. I met Tim through you. Not only did I meet him mutually through you, but I met him at a birthday party. Yeah, but mutually does not mean you met him through me. Well, you're a mutual friend. If we become friends, you're my mutual friend. Okay, so maybe instead of saying circumstance, I should say that there's friends where you become friends with another person at the same time with the same interest level. And then Mm -hmm. circumstance friends. You become friends with somebody to a point that friendship has a clear end. Circumstantial. Yes. Like, I am only friends with you when we're (laughs) on our family vacation. Like, Guys, this is just a a reason why I have horrible (laughs) vocabulary. I'm thinking circumstances. My my word is... Situational friendships. Not circumstantial. (laughs) No, but I mean, that's like... That's that is funny. I, I was that thinking is, of them as like interchangeable, but do you, I? W- I was thinking about moments in time, not not evolution or deflate. And then I was thinking of like friendships where you're you're friends with somebody, you're becoming friends with somebody, but it's very one sided. Like you're not interested, and that person is reaching out. Okay, well, how, we need to categorize that. That's what I was trying to do. And that's what I wasn't <laughs> sure about because I was like, well, that doesn't mean anything because that's a D-level friend. But that's a, that's a specific feeling that you have because you realize that the circumstantial is no longer mutually agreed upon. It is a one-sided friendship. I'm so sorry, Lauren. I'm so, so either, sorry. Either, that, either you grow out of that circumstantial yeah. state and you, maybe you become mutual friends connected maybe and i shouldn't say mutual i should say maybe you become like real life friends so there's like real life friends circumstantial friends you're my abc that's an a that's an a yeah okay a or b friend and then okay yeah yeah yeah. but it was it was the circumstantial moment that created the type of friendship 
Correct. Like I would only talk to you about chess because we play on the app or like we own, like we're words Correct. with friends, friends. You know what I mean? Correct. Yes, I totally agree. And those friends. It's like that one person who kind of brings mm-hmm. out like maybe that like quirky personality of yours because you only see them in this certain setting. Mm-hmm. But I think they you can also, I, mean? I think that could be also mutually. Oh my God, I'm using mutually. I think that could also be similarly put next to a creaster friend. I think you're right. I think they fit in the categories. They fit in that category. Okay, so let me prompt you with this, the question on the table. You're with a friend and you're like, are we only friends because I happen to talk to you frequently? What's that? Or are we actually friends? Are we going to get into a definition of friendship because... Are they your friend? But that's the same question we asked last time. Are you an A friend, B friend, or a C friend? Do you know which one you are in all of your friendships? I'm talking about how do you know what type of friend you are to the other person? Well, I know. Like before we were saying like you and I understand together that we are A friends. Like you are my A friend. Okay. And then, yeah. And then you have some friends where like you're their A friend, but they they are are your C friend. friend. (laughs) Right. That's the Yeah. Okay. But I think that's a great question to ask because it's like, how do I know that I'm in territory of CD friends? And how did I get there? And have we always been here? Or is this just, is this just you know, we is? need to make, re- we're going to make a pamphlet. We're going to make some make rules. A, we're going to make a We're going to make a diagram. I'm going to put it on the Instagram. It's going to be a, a Venn diagram and it's going to make gonna a lot of sense. It's going to have rules. It has to be. Uh, yeah, but like a flow chart. Like, are you Facebook friends with them? Yes or no? Like, And then it goes to the right. <laughs> do you have their phone number? Yes. How often do you text them? Do you ever FaceTime them? Oh automatic I, uh, automatic AB territory. This is like when you read the magazines when you were in your like teens. Like, am I um a glamour or an emo kid? Okay. So I think that the question that I am prompting of like, if there's a gray area on mm-hmm. if you don't know. How the other friend views you. I don't think that lays into... I think that's just a you problem for not knowing how they feel about you. Like, I think... Uh, <laughs> wow, Lauren. Okay. And by by you problem, I mean I mean me problem. I mean, like... No, I, I know. The you is the general you. But I think that's a very good point. Because if you don't understand... If you, as in you all, everyone, all people, if you do not realize the type of friend that you are to your friend, I think you're just not being observant enough. You're not really connected. Or I think that you know and you're overthinking it. Yes. Yes. That also is another flaw that, you know, comes with anxiety and just... You know deep down right away if it's A, B, C, or D, and there might be something that throws you off mm-hmm. or makes you worry that mm-hmm. you're grade flip it might be changing but like right and that's how you lose friends boom and that's how you end up up. at a breakup that's what the breakup (laughs) is but you know what's interesting while you were saying that i was thinking about how i'm very cutthroat like when i meet people i know immediately if i like you i was gonna say earlier i do not like meeting people through a mutual friend i don't think i've ever made a good friend that way I have, and I no longer am friends with the friend. I am friends with the mutual friend. Or no, no, I'm sorry. I'm no longer friends with the friend that we had in common. I am friends with them. Oh, okay. And it worked out well because we don't like that person anymore. Oh, <laughs> win, win, win. 
Yeah, talk about a chaotic thing. But I'm thinking about like, I know pretty well in the beginning of the relationship of whatever it is, the kind of person what you it's going to be. I know exactly what it's going to be. I kind of agree with that. I'm normally not surprised. If I'm surprised, it's because something happened on their end that really flipped the switch. So wait, so when are you surprised? I agree that when I meet somebody, I know where they might lie. Do you know when they are going to take advantage of that? Like your burnout situations? Do you Can you anticipate those? That is a very good question. And my answer is yes, because I know at the beginning of that friendship how much I'm willing to share with Yes. The, the people who take advantage of me, yes. I am not like telling them details about my life. Right. So you you kind of set it up to the point where you know where it's going. A little bit. Like I will yeah. I will give as much as I get. And if what I get is not that mm-hmm. much and yes. I am giving and giving and giving, then yes. I kind of I know the trajectory. Yes. And I feel like I'm and I feel like I'm setting that up kind of very negatively like Mm. it's it's subtle things over a Mm -hmm. long period of time it's Mm -hmm. not like poor little lauren is getting hit up 10 times a day to like be a slave to people that's not that's not the case (laughs) no that's not the case it's just it's certain it's just like you you start to learn over time like i i know exactly where i lie yeah and part of me is knowing that most people would probably find that to be very judgmental like you just met them how would you know what that kind of person they are I go, no, no, I'm not saying that I'm not open to who they are and to their belief systems or, you know, their personality. I just know what kind of relationship that we're going to have moving forward based off of our interactions, our connections, our circumstantial pieces. How how do they respond to news or do they make fun of you a lot? Do they encourage you a lot? Their body language. The kind of uh, vocabulary that they might yeah have. that they use their mm-hmm. their beliefs. Mm-hmm. It's not a judgment of who they are and what they believe in. It's just like um, it's, character it, clashing. Correct, correct. And I think that is very important to acknowledge because it's the same thing goes for any relationship. Yes. You will not be able to continue any type of relationship if you do not connect in X Y Z ways, right? And then if you do want to have some sort of connection with them, then you get to choose what kind of connection you're having. When in the friendship are you surprised? Are you surprised when it starts to go south? I am surprised. If it does? Yes. If it goes south and I'm not aware of the buildup, like we were talking about like over time, if we haven't had a discussion. Or something dramatic happens. Or something changes and either my behavior or your behavior changes, I'm shocked. And it's only happened to me one time and it broke me. I was like, oh my gosh, what did I do? Like, I, I can't even, I can't even call them. Like they, they blocked my number. OMG. And then it, it became more clear over time. I had to do the work to figure that out. And it makes sense. Like it, it makes a lot of sense. But I was like, if I, it, like it goes back to the observant thing. If you're not aware, if you're not consciously aware of the friendship you have, you'll probably lose it. Mm-hmm. Which is crazy. Yeah, I've had friendships where we just grew up with age. Yeah, and you became grow apart. very different people. Mm-hmm. You know, with like a clear cutoff of like we just live 
so differently and we that bridge does not meet in the middle some for whatever reason Mm. i've had dramatic circumstances of like you know there are cards laid on the table take it or leave it and i've left it wow like an ultimatum more like a self-inflicted ultimatum like 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 you have put me in a position where i have to choose and i'm choosing no yeah wow Ooh, that had to be hard were you upset? Yeah, it's 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 not freaking fun. It's no, like you lost someone over that. That sucks. And then I've had very small, like little irritations over a long period of time, or like things they've done, or things they said, or like everything. I don't know, just like little conflicts, or you kind of realize that you, like suddenly, you realize that you don't have that much in common with this person. You don't know where the. You don't know where this is going. Like, where could this friendship possibly lead mm. with what you do and what I do and how you are and how, how did not. we even get this far? You know, <laughs> right. Like, why do I still talk to you? Why are you still here? Why? Like, why are we even friends? That's so funny. Is that weird? No, because that's like. This is not often. I feel like that is no, like a not. once or twice in your life scenario. I think in some regard, it, it, it could possibly be friends that you make in high school or college that you just continually bring along because it's it's comforting. But then eventually you're like, what is happening here? Like, this is yeah, not what like, I want. This is doesn't make any sense. Yeah, none of this makes sense. I don't even know how you got here. How did I let you get here? Why are you still here? The circumstance college ends or whatever and then Mm -hmm. you don't see that person you don't talk as much and they went from being a b friend to a d friend (laughs) sorry i think that's great is i mean is it not like true is is there any time that well is the breakup the part where they no longer get a a letter well i was just gonna say that i feel like either the distance helps that you drop from a b to a d Mm -hmm. but i feel like the breakups are usually when it's like an a b and then suddenly they're they're not on the chart because you're not friends with them amazing i think that's like so people great. that you are not friends with are not a d friend like they're not even on like they're correct. not on the map correct you're, you're not even a, a sprinkle in my eye like and the only way to get you. off of the map is to be in the a b category like you're not right. going to call up your creaster friend and be like oh we're not friends anymore like you only you barely ever talk to them <laughs> I'm not even concerned about the creaster friends because we're not going up and we're not going down. I can tolerate you twice a year. What else? That's my favorite part about a creaster friend or like the sea friend because you are literally a sea friend. You are an average person. You never have to drop them. I don't have to drop you because it's not inconveniencing me or you. You don't have to increase. We don't have to put pressure on it. It is what it is and we call it a day. But it's when you get to the D friends, you're like, you're weighing on me. I need you to go. But then do you have to tell them? You just stop talking about them. If you go from an A to a D, I think it's in your best interest to inform those people. But if they are just automatically a D friend, you don't talk about it. You're taken off. Hi, we have removed you from the chart and you're no longer included in the letters. Well, hope your other friendships work out, you know. <laughs> yeah, and I also think that there's there's pieces of that. Like if you feel like you're in a situation where like you're becoming like you have been pulled away or you are drifting whether you chose it or not, just like really sit with yourself, maybe confide in someone that you really care about and be like, do you think that my behavior is affecting this? Um, I would I would definitely ask. It's very hard to do. It is. That's the spot on right thing to do, though. If you care enough about people 
And you, I'm not talking about all people. I'm talking about the people you love. If you care about them, you would check in with them. You would make sure that you meet that need. You would you would equally try to get there, right? Yes. Is my effort and my actions appropriate? Correct. But if you are in the position where, like, you feel someone's pulling away, you don't want it to happen, you don't know what else to do, you've tried to reach out, you've you've tried to connect, that, I'm sorry, you gotta you gotta work through that you gotta sit with that because I don't think that's something that you can change normally people have those decisions it's dependent on the other person as well you know like yes you you can't make yourself an a friend if they don't want you to be the a friend correct and you need to be accepting of that and you need to be understanding of the fact that like hey you know what like I thought this could have been great but it's really not Eh, this sucks like I can't think of many circum or, or many times when I've had somebody go from like a D back to a B or like. No, I am definitely that like person. Like an A to a B to a C to a B, you know, or whatever. Mm, let me think about that. See, I'm the kind of person that loves so hard that I am the one that's normally disappointed when they do not want to be um, a B friend. I agree. And I... I I think it's more like you can hop back up to being a B or an A if you happen to mm-hmm. be, like spend more time with that person for whatever the reasons sure. might be. But this we okay. were, we weren't in school and then they transferred to my school and now I see them all the time and now we're really great friends again. Right. But I think this is very different than the people that you only speak to every once in a while and you're good with that. Remember we talked about that that's a mutual agreement on the scale. Oh, absolutely. So yeah. don't 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 mix those up because there are those are very different. Like I don't consider um, certain people I went to uh, well in like high school. Yeah, like there are people that you, know you want mean? in that category, and they want you in that category, yes. and you you yeah. you you like them. Mm-hmm. You you very much like them. Hey, how are you? Glad yep. you're good. I'm good. Cool, 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 cool. Mm-hmm. Yep, I think that's a great distinction to make, and that's something that could be helpful when you get to those circumstantial minutes. They're like, hey, like, this works out because, like, we like chess and we do fire drills. Perfect. Perfect. Please exit the building with me. Um. <laughs> yeah, but to, to climb up the friendship ladder, it just takes oh, time and effort and yes. agreement and yes. communication. Yes. I don't think I've ever I, I want to make a subcategory to um, A's because, like, I have A friends who we talk all the time and then i have a friends who we don't talk about all the time i think it's still an a i still think it's still an a yeah it's just a different type of a because we mutually agree that we are we are that's what it is because you just you have love in your heart for them right oh god i think that there's like a friends that you hold on a pedestal (laughs) there are people and when i was uh, younger i would look up to and i thought that they were like the bee's knees they were the greatest I was like, I can't wait for us to be closer. Yeah, they were like, please leave. <laughs> I was like, but you're so great. You're like a bro model and, and, and you know all the things. And, and, and I love the way that you look at life. And they're like, mm, we need you to leave. Like, and that's like disappointing. But I was like, I, I, I had high hopes. <laughs> Yikes. Yes. And then those just become sad. And then, oh, and then you're in the category of reaching out. No one reaches back. Son of a gun, full circle. That makes so much sense. Okay, 
maybe I didn't understand what you meant in the beginning, but I do understand now. And I think that was a good turn. Yeah, I I feel like everybody has been on every side of this coin. And not even a coin. It's more like a a 3D object with many sides. I don't know. You're in a house. The house has walls. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's, it's so true. It's, it's, it, I can't imagine that you don't experience this in some regard because you've been around different things. You've you, it just happens. It just, that's just life. It's yeah. It's it's very fluid. Mm-hmm. Is there any friends that you currently have that started through a circumstance and has flourished, and then similarly has not? I mean, we're also at a point in our lives where we don't make many friends. I don't want any new friends. Well, I mean, we, we go to work. So, like, yeah, I, I have coworkers who are my really good friends. Okay. I'm trying to think of some, like, poetic, closing thought, good answer. What about you, Emma? Oh, I have all of the categories. All the things we talked about, I've, I've definitely encountered. What about your new friend? Oh, I love my new friend. We um, live down the street from each other. You know my I new friend. I love her. Isn't she great? <laughs> she, we went out to dinner. We had like a little cute okay, date. Okay, without me? Well, we talked about having you come next, but like we needed to introduce each other to each other. <laughs> we shared all the things. I told her about my trauma. She told me about I her am, job. <laughs> I literally love her so much. She She's honestly, I think I like she's her so, so much. Well, I, I don't think I like her. I know I like her so much because she talks as much as I do. Like, we were there for, like, almost two hours, maybe two hours, and we did not stop talking. Like She vibes so well. She's such a good vibe. She She's present. She pays attention. She acknowledges. She asks she's funny. questions. She's funny. She's really funny. <laughs> I literally love her. <laughs> so shout out to you, Katie, <laughs> for being funny. But I'm going to read something to you. So I follow this page on Facebook, if anybody wants to follow. It's called Mindful Marriage and Family Therapy. Um it's she's going through some things this week that make me really resonate and connect to not only the prompt but like making me realize how important it is to be distinctual in your relationships because you have one life and you're not going to get any other option so use it and and try to find the joy in that so um (laughs) i'm gonna read this too okay I no longer have an interest in abandoning who I am in an attempt to get you to choose me. I will not pretend so that you don't leave me. I will not compromise, be flexible, and allow for growth and change to happen. But I will not shapeshift to fit the box that I believe you have for me. That's like everything in a relationship. You can't give yourself if you don't have a self worth of yourself right you can't pour the glass if it's empty but I feel like when you are conditioned to think that like we were conditioned to think that being the kind friend being the one that shows up is what you're going to get the most joy out of a relationship we end up getting our asses bit because we you know what I mean I know exactly what you mean but I think it's like that's very interesting it's a lot but I also think that you like that so much because you like to put up barriers and cut people off I do (laughs) but I'm I'm not saying I disagree with that at all I really I I really don't you you can't you can be flexible all you want but if you can't fit in a uh, on a mold that somebody's put for you 
It's it's not yes. going to work out. But if you also struggle with an anxiety about where do you stand within your friendships, relationships are meant to be reciprocal. That's how they that's what a relationship is. It's a partnership. You don't have to overgive in a partnership. And if you feel like you are and you're not being met, okay, let me say this. Marriage, I'm not married. So please, please don't act like I'm trying to give marriage advice. I'm not married. But I can understand that there are moments in time where you might have to give more than your husband. Especially if you have kids or, you know, you have a really hard-hitting job. You don't think that's true for friendships? I think it is, except I'm allowed to choose when I overgive. Oh, yes. You know what I mean? It's to a, it's to a lesser extreme. Yes. And I think that's just something to acknowledge. Like, my expectations in our friendship, Lauren, is that I expect you to check in with me. I expect you to respond to me when I ask you questions. And you do. And you indulge. And you engage. And you're present. But, like, you and I are, the, are a rare group of people. I've met you when I was a child. We yes. grew up together. Like, I would overextend for you all day, any day. I would, I would die for, for you. For as long as needed. Not to be dramatic, but I would die. <laughs> but like, seriously. Absolutely. 100%. Like, those are, those are the moments that I can say, Lauren, I will give everything I have in me to make sure that you and I are okay. But. Absolutely. But, but you know. except. except <laughs> but, but what, Emma? But what? <laughs> Not but what with you and me. Say but it. Like, but. It's important that you make sure that you can do that for someone who's not going to take advantage of that. Of course. Yeah. And that's when it comes down to circumstances. And I feel like I've been talking a lot. So please take over. Wrap it up. (laughs) Okay. What are our closing thoughts? I think a lesson here is to value and nourish what you already have. Mm -hmm. Evaluate on your own end how comfortable you feel in situations and in your relationships. Facts. Are your actions and effort appropriate for the situation? Are you doing too much? Are you doing too little? And really, however you want to lay your A, B, C, D categories, make sure that these people are serving you Mm -hmm. and... What else am I trying to say here? I think, I think and is, and know that if they can't meet their, your needs, you need to come to grips with either that is okay, I accept that, or I do not accept that. Because it, it, it has to be about what you think is best for yourself and that relationship. Yeah. And if it's like scarce mm-hmm. and you don't have a lot of friends... Do you overextend to keep the friends that you do have? But I think I think friendship is a rare beauty. I, I, it is a beauty. It's a joy. It's a it's joy a, to share. It yes. sucks to lose. Yes. It's hard to find. It's really hard to find. If there are people in your life by circumstance that you appreciate, who it would make you very sad to lose those people if that circumstance was no longer present acknowledge that appreciate that 
you don't have to share it with that person. Yeah. But also, like, relationships can be unconventional, right? Just because, you know, my sisters, for example, my sisters are my friends. It has not been like that my whole life, but they are my friends. And I cannot imagine if our friendship was any different than it is. So know that, like, just because you might not have a lot of friends, the relationships that you're seeking out are scarce. Nobody seems to be like you. Um, they're not really meeting the needs that you have. You can find relationship in those unconventional ways through coworkers, through your family members, um, through, you know, a shared interest. It's whether or not you're willing to push yourself out of your comfort zone to go seek those. What barriers are you putting in front of yourself? How open are you willing to be? Yeah, and it's, it's scary. It's really, it, yeah, it's it's your own your own judgment is going to be the opening for mm-hmm. how many friends you have right? and how good your friendships are and how right. strong that they are. And I think people forget, remember, Lauren and I didn't talk for like four years. Like when we went to school, like it just didn't work out. Our relationship didn't work out the way that we've always had it. And it took like a hiatus. Yeah. I mean, and, and in my head, you were an A friend, but and you were like on a pedestal. Mm-hmm. But you were like in the corner. Yes, I I will agree with you. I will agree that I kind of put a I put like a a, a pause on our friendship. Like there wasn't there wasn't like a question like a, like because we knew. Mm-hmm. But it was like also if I, if I called you, you would answer. If I really needed right. you, it was gonna like right. you it was gonna be fine. You were gonna answer. Right. right. But it it also took the work to to rebuild that to a position Absolutely. to where you and I talk now all the time. Hundred percent. Thank you for getting married and asking me to be a part of it because that's what kind of put it in motion. Just so welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, just be real with yourself and be real with your relationships because that's the best way that you're going to find joy in life and that's the best way that you're going to find realism. And honestly, we're all living in a matrix, so I don't really know what to tell you. Maybe we're not even real and you're just like thinking about this in your head. Who knows? But thanks for listening because this has been a great episode. <laughs> This has been another episode of The Oak View. I'm so proud. Go ahead and follow us where you follow us. Like it, share it, subscribe it, whatevs. Uh, Thank you to um, people who have reached out to me. You can only rate and subscribe on podcasts for Apple if you have an account. I'm so sorry I did not know that. But if you want to figure a way to maybe just sign up it just it's real easy just <laughs> just put in your email and, and it just give us a five star rating because you know you like it and you want to share it or if you don't want to do that just like share it with your friends and family and like send it out an email and <laughs> christmas cards i don't care amazing thank you for uh, listening amazing. bye guys thanks again for listening to the oak view you can follow lauren and emma on instagram at the oak view podcast O-A-K-V-I-E-W or email us at theoakviewpodcast at gmail.com.